can't even. <laughs> hey everyone, welcome to another adult of Out to Adult. This is Katie Cleary and Lisa Figgenbaum here from Lisa's Living Room. We've got a couple of mimosas going. And what is it? It's two days after Christmas 2019, and we're sitting around in our PJs and our backwards hats podcasting for you about life. Today's episode is building a support system. Hmm. For your house? No. For your car? No. Do cars need support systems? Probably. Yes. Building a boat? No. We're talking about building a support system of friends, families, counselors, relatives, relatives who aren't your family, apparently. We're two mimosas in. You going to talk at all? <laughs> I'm still <laughs> stuck on the fact that you said, welcome to another adult of out to adult. Did I? I've been shaking my head since the beginning. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. And then I didn't get over it. Yeah. Oh, my God. Anyways, Let me try it It is too Let funny. Yeah, oh, like, my God. I seriously did that? Jesus, you guys. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me take a sip of my mimosa. Uh? Yo, hold orange juice in my mimosa. <sighs> Welcome to another episode of Out to Adults. Good? Yeah! Great! It's the gayest part of your day. Sit back and grab a shot Third try is the charm, folks. We deleted one before. I Woo! called us a completely different name. All right, we've got our mimosas. We've got the winds flowing. We made it through the holidays, kind of. We're 66% of the way through the holidays. If the holidays are Christmas, New Year's, and Thanksgiving. Yeah. We're two-thirds through. That is some great loose math. Thanks, man. Yeah. Don't know the name of my own show, but I can pound out a yeah. percentage for you. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Jiminy Nuggets. You can't use Lord's name in vain two days after Christmas. One day after. What day is it? Two days after Christmas. Two days. All right. What's the threshold? Do we have to wait till New Year? Probably. All right. Sorry, God. My ears ringing right now. Doesn't that usually mean someone's talking about me? I you think, think Jesus is talking about me? <laughs> yes, Seriously, that kind of it's creeping me out. I hear it too, but I'm not quite sure what it is. Is it your right ear ringing? I don't know. No, my ear is ringing. I don't know what. No, I heard it earlier too. Oh. I'm wondering like if there's something outside. I thought it was feedback <laughs> on the microphone, but no, I legitimately heard it. All right, we're tripping out. All right. Let's talk about support systems. Why do we need them? What kind of support systems are we talking about? Are we, are we talking about like some flying buttresses? I don't, what's a buttress? Well, a flying buttress is the thing that is on a cathedral like Notre Dame to keep the walls up because they kept trying to build their walls straight up and then they would tip over. And so they're like, Meh, maybe we need to add some support to this. And so they built their walls straight up and added a little arc Called the flying buttress. It's this beautiful. is why, if you're ever looking for a <laughs> trivia buff, go to Katie. If you're looking for someone to entertain you and make you feel better about your own trivia answers, <laughs> come to me because the last time I played, I was negative one. And yes, I do mean negative one because I had, in fact, actually convinced the group 
to change an answer that was correct. Confirmed. To the wrong answer. Confirmed. Oh so if God. you don't think you could get a negative number in trivia, you, sir, are sorely mistaken. You should probably be in sales. <laughs> I've been told that once or twice. Right, I can convince anybody of anything, which is kind of scary, actually. With great power. Give me some random topic right now. Toilet paper. Guys, toilet paper. Everybody needs it. Now, now, there's few things I say spend your money on. Sure. Toilet paper is one of them. Nobody wants something that doesn't feel good on your butt. <laughs> okay? Go for the double quilted, quadruple quilted, whatever it may be. Ultra I, jumbo roll. Totally. Like, I personally think they should also do different colors. I think that would make it fun for kids and drunk Aww. people. Yep. Um, you know, but look, if you don't have good toilet paper, you're really going to struggle throughout the day. Um, because if you don't get a good wipe, like then what? Then what I ask you, uh, and are you going to ruin your underwear? You might. Yeah. Or you're just going to smell a little, smell a you little, might. definitely smell a little. You're going to well, develop a rash. You might. Well, right, right. Or like take it up a level. Forget toilet paper. You need a douche. Isn't that what those are called? That's a bidet? <laughs> I just love that you knew what I was talking about. So there's no such thing as a douche? Oh, they're absolutely. <laughs> no, no, no. There, no. Hold on. There absolutely is such thing as a douche. It is very different than a bidet. <laughs> Dare I ask what a I'm going to try and tell you. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god we is it a sexual like, thing listen it can be okay hold on everybody we need to rather ourselves <laughs> the moderators are a mess so excuse us for this rest as they get their shit together <clears throat> hey dude a, a bidet <laughs> is like sitting on a toilet that's also a fountain and it just waters your Hind parts. Or whatever parts. With warm parts, or whatever, or front parts. Right. Whatever, or like you can use it as a drinking fountain if you really want. Please don't. Yeah, right. But, okay. <laughs> but if you're going to have some crazy sexcapades, you should probably use a bidet. <laughs> <laughs> you should. Or also a nice, um, like, <coughs> butt wipe, but like for adults. There's a special name for them. I don't know. If you're an adult and you're having sex, please go invest in them. They're like on the back of my toilet if ever you're at my house. Like, that's where we keep them right. because you should just always have them for freshness. Yeah. Uh, they're like adult baby wipes, but, you know, we just don't call them that. Okay, a douche <laughs> is cleaning out the inside of your vagine. <laughs> that's a thing. Or, hang on, don't gay guys also use it to clean their butts? Yeah. <laughs> okay, I just want, I mean, let's yes. be all-inclusive yes. No, here. they do, but also, like... <laughs> Everyone. So um, I'm going to go ahead and guess that douche means to clean out a crevice. And now I'm going to Google it. But the it. term douchebag. Yes. This guy's such a douchebag. Yeah, I get that. <laughs> <laughs> Problem solved. Um, oh, douche actually just means a shower of water. Used in a sentence, a daily douche. Nah, I don't know. I think if you your were roommate right. is a douchebag, does that count as a daily douche? 
No, I think you were more right. I think it it means more intense cleaning. Spray or shower with water. Well, and then they also tell like females not to douche because then it messes with your pH balance and all that. All the gross things I don't want to talk about. Douche. It's got to be French. Anyways, um, buy toilet paper. <laughs> that really Latin, got- Italian, and French. Douche. Buy toilet paper. Avoid the rest of that bullshit until you need to have sex. Or want to. Also, not just gay men. All men. All women. Before you have sex, let's just make sure you're clean. Yeah, it's really not that hard. Not that hard. We digress. The support system? <laughs> Have we started at all? No. Oh, my What God. is a support system in the way we're talking about it? Right now, we are talking about an emotional, mental, perhaps spiritual support system. This is for your person, your soul, your inner being. Yeah, that sounds really good, man. Yeah. Thanks, man. So, really, I think it's important to understand, too, that it's not this, like, one-size-fits-all model. Everybody, depending on where they're at in their life, needs a different form of support system. And I think it's really important for each person to take a step back and intentionally identify what they would be looking for in a support system. And then ask yourself, you know, do you have that in your current support system? Because sometimes you kind of just assume if you talk to a bunch of people throughout the day or there's people that'll be there. Oh, great. Great. I've got a support system. But is it meaningful? Is it impactful? I don't know. And is it the support system that you want and that you need? And we will talk more about this on a different episode. I think we can do an entire episode on identifying your needs and wants in these mm-hmm. relationships that you're trying to build. But let's pretend that you've already established what you want and don't want in a social group, in a, in a support system. One of the things that I do not want is negativity. I'm really trying to have a more positive outlook on life and just avoid the constant negativity. And so... When I have people in my inner circle that are negative, that's not supportive. That's not what I need right now. So I'm trying to intentionally go out and get people with a similar mindset. And that to me is a support system, someone who can stand by you and kind of empathize with you, commiserate with you and encourage you to do better. Like they help you be true to your own self. Yeah challenge you, push you out of your comfort zone, right? Sometimes you just don't even know what you want or need. So I think having a group of people or even just one person who can help you identify those things is is super important. I think the function of a support system is when you start getting off track, perhaps your support system is the group that is best able to help get you back on track. First of all, they might be able to identify that you're off base a little bit before you can even identify. And so raise That's your hand huge. if you've been there. It's, it's massive. I have a couple of close friends who can ask me if, if everything's okay before I even have noticed that something's a little bit different. And Lisa's definitely one of them. Shout and out. Shout out. And I have another friend who will just check in with me. I was even at an event like two weeks ago and I thought everything was fine. And this person texted me during the event asking if I was okay because I was not as present as I usually was. She didn't think that I was engaging enough with the activity that's going on. I was like, oh, well, that's interesting. And so it kind of made me just pause for a moment, reevaluate the situation. Like, oh yeah, you know what? You're right. Like 
everything's fine in general, but yes, you're right. I need to be paying attention to a little bit more right now. I'm thinking about other things too much. Thanks for pulling me back, grounding me, getting me back to where I need to be. And I think that is a hugely important part of a support system because for me, that was just that one day, but I've also had other days where it's like, no, I'm so far gone and somebody needs to help pull me back to my roots and who I am and help me get back to my being and finding my ness, my Katie-ness. Ness. I thought you said nest and <laughs> I was going to go down some bird analogy fast. That's you still can no, if you, my Katie-ness. I think that's well put. I think, I think one of the things people need to be careful of is a lot of times when you start seriously dating somebody, you tend to just make them your only support system, right? A lot of people will go all in. Oh, yeah. You put, put all their, ooh, a uh, bird, put all your eggs in one nest or basket. Oh, um, bird analogy, you know full what I circle. Mean? That can be really dangerous, right? Because whether it's your significant other or you're just putting all of that trust and or weight on one person, I think it's always really important to have a few different folks in your support system. One, so that you don't become like draining on the other side to somebody who's constantly the one mm -hmm. who's always having to support mm -hmm, you. Mm -hmm. And I also think if you're in a, in a romantic relationship, that can be really exhausting for the other person. So they would even go ahead and encourage you to reach out to some different folks so it's not solely on them. Oh, your romantic partner should absolutely be encouraging you to hang out with people who are not them. Right. God, it's, let's it's not a merge. lot being somebody's own support system, but... But also, let me challenge you to this. If you do find yourself in a situation where, let's say you have one best friend or it is your romantic partner or a family member or what have you, if there's just one, you too need to be careful because you could go off on your own little tangent if you don't have someone else grounding you and pulling you back to reality. Yeah, group think too. You kind of convince each other that you're right. And Absolute. Look whatever, at Mussolini right? and Hitler. I... I'm not smart enough to that means. I think it's also scary when you put all your eggs in one basket too, especially in a romantic relationship, because look, if you're that person who kind of pushes your friends to the side, the ones who have been supporting you, the ones who know you better than anyone, the ones who've been there for you for years, all of a sudden you're in this relationship and you kind of make them feel like chopped liver. It's an interesting term, by the way. We got to Google the yeah. the history of that. But like, you really think they're going to be there with bells on for you when you're idiot partner dumps you down the line like no yeah you've been gone for two years like okay we're here we're your friends we're still good quality people but also where the hell have you been i don't know i mean sandra had a baby and yeah. you weren't there and now you've broken up with your girlfriend and you're back yeah like no self-respecting person is just gonna like continue to be in a one-sided friendship or support system so just be careful, you know? It's really important to maintain those relationships outside. Look, I get what it's like to date someone and get really excited. So you do have to be intentional about it, but... But you also have yeah. to be an adult about it. We're not 21 anymore. Maybe some of you out there are. We're not 21 anymore. We can't just leave everything behind. We still have responsibilities and duties and relationships outside of any romantic partner that we may have. And we need to keep those going, even if in a new relationship, we're so happy or enamored with that person. Also, let's not get blinders on. Keep an eye on the whole picture. Move your life forward as you should. And you guys, this is the harsh reality. Don't assume that this person you met a month ago is still gonna be in your life even in six months from now. Right, you don't even know each other. 
Right. And a lot of times what good support groups do is help you see that this current person you're really excited about, and I can speak from experience, is not your person, is not healthy for you. And, and look, I'll be real, that right there can cause a divide, right? Nobody really close to you who sees you being happy wants to be the bearer of bad news, so to speak. But that's why when you have a great support system, it's people that you trust no matter how hard the message is that you're delivering, that they will do it, right? And that you will reciprocate and do it for them. And I think that's really Absolutely. Important. This has to be a two-way street. This can't just be a one person looking out for the other. That's not a healthy relationship. That's not a true support system. This is kind of like a web, or we can keep with the bird analogy and say a nest of people going around looking out for each other. Your friend group should look out for each other. Your family should all look out for each other. And now, granted, we all have our own things. We all have our ups and downs. But a solid support system is what can get you through the tough times. And your support system can make you feel high as hell on the good times. Yeah. The good times. They're not just there for the bad time. They're there to help you celebrate your successes, your wins, your accomplishments, to praise you, to lift you up when you're feeling down. And you, as a member of the support system, because you're not selfish, are going to do the same thing for everybody else. Lift them up. Praise them. Congratulate them when they've got that promotion. And be there for them if they start sliding downhill. I think that's a really good point. Myself included, I think a lot of people think of a support system only in the times of bad or need or whatever. I think that's good. I think the other thing to keep in mind here, having been a transplant myself and, and Katie as well, you know, we moved to California about six years ago. One of the hardest things about moving to a different location is the anxiety of like, oh my God, well, I've lost my support system, right? Oh yeah. You start from scratch. I had no idea where I was going to start when I came back. I knew I had my family and and I had to start there because I had blood. I didn't have to go look on any meetup or OkCupid to find my family. But it was hard. I started from scratch when I got here. I left everything behind. But your situation is a bit better, I think. Well, I, I, look, I think it's important to note somebody doesn't need to be in the same city to be a good support system. And that's something I had to learn. You know, some of the folks that I was very close with leaving the East Coast continued to be that support system for me. And we live in a age of technology. I mean, everybody's a phone call away, a FaceTime away. It, it took me a while to realize that, right? Like it freaked me out that I couldn't just drive 10 minutes away and be face to face with some of these folks. It's and such a weird feeling, you guys. If you've ever lived away from home, having the feeling that your support system is a day's flight away is an extremely isolating feeling. Now, granted, now we have things like FaceTime and whatnot. When I moved to Massachusetts, I was 22 years old. And so we had cell phones. We didn't have any video chatting or anything. And I saw my family twice a year. That was a massive change in my life. And I had no clue. But yet I was still talking to them constantly. They were definitely still supporting me. And now with FaceTime, Snapchat, Instagram, all of these things... It's like we can be much more involved in someone's life when they're not by us. And so definitely take advantage of that if you have not been already. Yeah, and just like shift your lens just like anything mm -hmm. else. You know what I mean? Like if someone's going to be there for you, they don't need to be an arm's length away. They will be there for you. The people you, you can count on 
are the people you can count on and they will be there. If your support system is not there for you, fire them. From your support. Right. And look, you can still be like acquaintances or even friends with these people, but you don't need to identify them as giving them that praise of like, you're somebody that I want in my support system. And that is okay because as we age, our needs and our wants change. As we go through different events in life, we change what we need in a support system. Both of our sisters have recently just had children. It's right. It's totally different, right? Then at that point, I mean, just to have a hand there to help you take care of the kid, (laughs) you know, so you can get some sleep is helpful, let alone before, you know, the relationship advice or the keeping you sane at work or, hey, every time you drink, you're a fucking ass clown. I mean... (laughs) You know, whatever it is, like we're constantly evolving, we're constantly growing up, and some people will continue to stay with you and your support system throughout your life. And some people, and it's it's no offense to them, and it's nothing you did wrong, but will probably trim the fat a little bit and and just won't continue to grow with you. And that's okay. I think you need to be okay identifying that and replacing those people with new people who can support you in a totally different way, whether it's being able to empathize with a new corporate job you got that has new levels of stress that maybe some of your other friends, again, to no fault of their own, can't even begin to relate to. So how the heck are they going to give you advice on that? How can you have a support system who's not used to working 60 hours a week if that is the topic that you need advice about, but they don't know it's okay to get a new friend, to get a new support system. And maybe that support system comes from somebody at your new job. Sure. Who knows? Your support system can come from anywhere. It is what you make it, but you do actually have to put the work into it. No, I agree. And look, I think the last kind of key thing I'll hit on here is that there's some people who can have the reverse effect of a support system, right? So family just assumes, you know, we're family. I'm in your support system or like I said, maybe childhood friends or wh- whatever it is. But at the end of the day, if somebody is draining you and you're constantly supporting them more or they're negative or they've told you about the same problem for the fifth time and are doing nothing about it, do not be afraid to cut that person off from your support system. Don't just leave them high and dry. You can still be a friend. You can still be an acquaintance. But You can have a friend break up with them. Yeah, bye. <laughs> but yeah. like at the end of the day... People need to want to help themselves and need to want to make these changes. And so if they're not listening to you and you're doing a great job being a support system and nothing's changing, at some point, where do you draw the boundary? You have to look out for your own self without being a jackass. What is best for you? Because you can't be just a taker, 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 because eventually you're not going to have any friends. You're going to be found out, right? But if you are a giver, if you're someone who's looking out for other people, It's so hard, I definitely struggle with this, to put boundaries up with the people who are bleeding you dry. My God, I have stories on stories on this Mm. that I just can't even get into right now for my own mental health. I can't talk about it today. You know what you can talk about, though? You referenced it before. I'd love to hear more about Mm -hmm. this. Hold space? Oh, Oh, yes. Okay, listen. I was at a party the other day, and the host, whose birthday it was, it's her 40th birthday party and we're all sitting there quality individuals in this apartment in midtown sacramento and she says before i make you play this board game that we always do for my birthday i just want to go around the room and everybody can say the best and worst thing that happened to them in 2019 
to which everybody kind of cocked their head and was like, uh, I've heard the best. I have not heard the worst. So, and everybody was like, uh, like, like out loud. Yeah. Right, right now, the worst thing. Yeah. You want to hear the worst thing. And everybody in the room just kind of took a collective sigh. Well, the first two people, their worst things are horrible, life-changing events that might be the worst thing that has happened to them in their life. And their positives still were very positive. And we're going around the circle, and halfway through... My friend checks in with everyone and says, hey, like, I just want to make sure everyone's doing okay. The first person who went had a really just tough story to swallow. So my friend checks in with them saying, hey, just want to make sure you're okay. And this person says, yeah, I'm good. I'm not going to talk anymore. I'm just going to hold space. Hmm. Clearly, my friend knew what that meant, and I didn't. So I was like, okay, like, let's just carry on. And this person needs a minute to digest because that was really raw and emotional. It was this super powerful night and everyone was very open. So I want to congratulate the, the entire room. Seriously. shared something seriously deep. And my friend, you can see her, she's sitting in her camping chair because there's no more chairs left. That's how many people are in the room. And she's got her camping mug out with her eggnog and rum and is guiding this conversation. And it was the most real conversation that I've had powerful, in man. two months. It was so powerful. It was crazy. I definitely shed a tear. A couple of other people, I think, did too. And we learned about people's struggles and triumphs in a, such a safe, welcoming environment. And because everybody just kind of had this non-spoken social agreement that we were going to sit here and be supportive was amazing. I was going to say some of you guys were basically strangers. All I had met two people at this party one time before. But there's something powerful about someone else's vulnerability mm -hmm. than encouraging you to be vulnerable. And the fact that they are there willing to listen to your problem in a non-judgmental way. So anyway, fast forward three days and one of my friends brings up this topic again of hold space. And I have never heard of this before. This is a brand new topic to me. As I understand it now, because I'm brand new and we'll come back to it in a little bit whenever I learn more about it, is holding space means you are there for a person in a non-judgmental way. You are there to listen to their story. You're not going to empathize with them. You're not going to say, oh, that really sucks and blah, 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 and why don't you screw this? You're not going to offer advice. You're going to sit there and be present for them as they explain things to you. And that is what holding space is. It's non-judgmental, it's safe, and you're not offering advice. And I think it's a fantastic concept and I definitely want to learn more about it. Yeah, I love that. I feel like we should do something like that. Absolutely. It was awesome and it's it was a beautiful raw. thing. It's a beautiful thing. And it was completely unexpected and then we like carried on, played board games and had yeah. a fantastic night. And sometimes hearing about other people's Problems make you realize that yours sometimes aren't even a problem. Sometimes it's just a little discomfort. Mm -hmm. Sometimes know? we do need a reality check to say, you know Good what? Life isn't that bad. And I feel like I can say it. I've been through some things, but I always know there's always someone who's worse. So while my struggles are real, I try and keep the positive outlook. It could always be worse. And many other people are in a worse spot. So I need to use my positive side for great change, not negative change, but the support system is there for you through thick and thin, top to bottom, positive things, promotions, breakups, new girlfriends, 
babies, abortions. One of one Ugh. of my sister's friends had to get an abortion yesterday, um, and she didn't want to. It was medically necessary, or else she was going to die. And yeah. that's a terrible thing. That's so hard. But imagine trying to do any of this hard stuff alone. Imagine trying to do the great stuff alone. When you're great, when you're at the top of your life and you look around and there's nobody to next to you. With. Sucks. Happiness is only real when shared. Alexander Supertramp. Nice, man. Thanks. I think my last thought is like after listening to your story, you never know what form support will come from listening to you saying an entire group of strangers would probably be the last group of people you'd think would ever be it was completely unexpected but so magical so be open to listening to new people meeting new people and be open to different forms of support it doesn't need to be somebody you've known for 20 years it can be someone you've known for 20 minutes sometimes the best advice might come from someone you're just happening to talk to on the bus look for these opportunities Everywhere you go, they're going to find you. People want to connect. That's the nature of human beings. So let it happen. Don't be afraid to cut people out of your life if they're pulling you down, if they're being negative. But embrace the people that want to be there for you. Embrace them, help them, let them help you. For the love of God, appreciate them. We've laughed, we've cried, we've given our advice, we've given advice, now go forth and live with pride, yeah, live with pride, yeah, oh, 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 oh,